This is Mallory. And this is James. And this is Toss the Goss. Where we talk about celebrity drama, pop culture, your latest favorite movie, favorite music, and viral moments, and everything in between. Join us weekly as we spill the latest celebrity tea and toss the goss. Mallory, I may be having a shift in favorite foods. Oh no. Pizza is, that, oh. is originally, you know that. Yeah. I mean, pizza Every Fri- has always been my favorite ever since I was a wee kid. Every Friday night. Every Friday night is pizza night in the Timberlake Chadwick household. And rightfully so. Every Everybody should have a pizza night, honestly, in my opinion. Careful. You're going to dox yourself revealing your last name and pizza boxes. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> shout out Domino's. Shout out Pizza Hut. Shout out. Andrew Tate. Everywhere else. Well, no, not like that. Oh, true. That actually, yeah. Him too, yeah. <laughs> um I think breakfast burritos are on probably the same tier. What kind of breakfast burritos? Any breakfast burrito. But oh. okay, actually let me rephrase that. It has to be there has to be some sort of sausage in it. I actually prefer sausage over bacon in my breakfast burrito. Uh-huh. So sausage, egg. And then literally anything else you put in there is just, that's just icing on the top. I'm happy with that at that point. But there's got to be some sort of sauce in there. That would be nice. So it's not super dry. That's a problem Starbucks has. Shout out Starbucks. I've had their breakfast burrito as well. A little bit dry. Not a lot, not a sauce. It's a little dry. They had a sauce with it. It might be a very solid breakfast burrito. Um, One that does one very good is the Donut Place. The Donut Place downtown, or on Caffeine, I can't remember, Glazed and Confused. They make a pretty solid breakfast burrito. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had two of their breakfast burritos on their menu. And then the Creme de la Creme, rest in peace. I think of you every single day, literally every single day, bagels and beyond. All local food that James loves. The best breakfast burrito I've ever had. Is from Bagels and Beyond. Anyways, on this episode of Confessionals yeah. by James Timberlake. Yes, I can. Kidding. I can do. A, I can f- confess a lot more if you'd like. I think we're all good. Okay. Thank Bre- you. Shout out breakfast burritos. Yeah. And, and Bagels and Beyond. If you find a place, please come back. I miss you every day. Thanks for sharing that little bit. Don't you miss breakfast? Don't make me feel alone. You miss Bagels and Beyond too. Oh, I miss Bagels and Beyond so much. I know. Anyways, welcome back to Toss the Goss, James Timberlake and Hello. our listeners. I got food on the mind. He's got food on the mind. My one might call him hungry. True, or a foodie. Or a foodie. I hate I hate that. Do you? Phrase. Why? Cuz everybody's a foodie. Literally everybody eats food. True. So, and then everybody's a foodie, right? Everybody likes good food. Profound thoughts by James. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> what are your New Year's e- New Year's resolutions, James? I don't do resolutions. Oh, so what do you do? Just because I'm not good at following that sort of thing. Do you have any goals for 2023? Not like a resolution, like I'm going to change this, but a mm, goal? Uh, nah. No? You know. None for you? Not really. No? I, I might come up with, like, I don't set a date I don't set a date for those sorts of things. Uh, it's usually I like might come up with something in my head like a quarter of the way through the year, but like January first is not when I'm like, oh, I know what I'm going to be doing this year. Okay. I don't really look at it that way. I think that's all right. I think that's so a good thing. Maybe it's my 2023 goal is to come up with more goals. There you go. There you go. Just figured one out. Heck yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, I support that. What's yours? That. Do you have? Do you do New Year's resolutions slash goals? Um, nothing that's measurable by a number, like losing weight. I yeah. think that can be pretty toxic. But I think you know, 
one this year is just reducing sugar intake in general. That's, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Are you tracking it or is it just something no, you're telling yourself? I'm not a big tracker. Mm-hmm. I just think it's something that I can reduce and it's realistic, yeah. more realistic for me. Um, and then also just, you know, various financial goals. Of course. Yeah. I think everybody, I think and everybody has financial goals every start of the year, but yeah. they don't really think of it as something they say on January 1st. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, mine it's is just tax season. I just thought about that too. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Um, some people have to pay back taxes. Well, James. yeah, that that's not let's go. Yeah. But for me, it's let's go. <laughs> well, there was some spicy, maybe drama on New Year's Eve. Spicy possible drama? Sp- little, I'd call it drama light. There, okay. I think people had a pretty quiet and comfortable New Year's Eve. Did, did you, you? Did you do anything? No. 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 They, there were people shooting fireworks off here in Sheridan that were really early. Yeah, I did hear those. I yeah. was like, why are we shooting these so early? They're like, my goal for 2023 is to be in bed by a comfortable yeah, 9 p.m. Yeah. I guess. I support it. Did I'm, you Did you watch the, the Miley and um, I'm forgetting your name? Fletcher? Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton. The, Dolly Parton New Year's thing that they yeah, did? Yeah, Paris Hilton. I watched yeah. bits and pieces of it. I, I thought it was fun and exciting. Love me some Paris Hilton. Yeah. Fun fact, her song, Stars is Blind, which I think is going to be getting a revamp here. Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton used to to do music. I didn't even know this. Yeah. I had no idea. um, Fun fact, her song, Stars is Blind, used to be my ringtone in the fifth grade, I think. unbelievably on brand. Yeah. On my pink Motorola droid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that song is going to get a facelift or a rebrand here soon because she has been singing that song, teasing it. And oh. then also Australian artist Peach PRC has been plugging the song as well. So I Weird. suspect a little bit of a collaboration. When did it, when did it come out originally? Oh, I've w- never heard of this song. I was like early 2000s then? 10 in the fifth grade or 12? I don't what know you, what age I would have been. Now, so that would have been 15 years ago then? Yes. Give or take? Yeah. So yeah, tw- 2000, 2001. I still think that song is a great mess. pop hit and so I'm excited I've about I've literally this. never heard of this song you're talking about. It's you're going to have to listen to it. You're telling me to go listen to it. to it? Yeah. Okay. It's just a great generic pop song and I loved Paris Hilton. I used to watch The Simple Life. Mhm. Thought it was great oh, and yeah. funny. Oh yeah. See, okay. Simple Life was even though we're the same age, I think that was, like, just slightly before my time. Oh, yeah. Just ever so slightly before my time. Because I remember, like, the tail end of The Simple Life. Yeah. When she was still kind of, like, at the height of her fame for that. Um, And then I don't really remember anything after that. Height of her fame? She's still at her height of her fame. Well, I mean, she's having a comeback, I would say. Oh, she's had a comeback, dude. Okay, well. Listen. I will throw hands right, for well, Paris Hilton. Fair enough. I'm sorry, Paris Hilton. <laughs> um, in addition to that, she uh, performed with Miley Cyrus, as you shared. And on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus dropped some big news. Um, she's going to be releasing her first solo single in I, two years. I think that probably should have been more expected because you don't get an artist like that doing their own, essentially, New Year's Eve drop slash show without some sort of announcement that comes with it. I she did think. it last year. Oh, she did New Year's Eve last year too? She All did. Right, well, what am I talking about then? The single's going to be titled Flowers, um, and it is. it has been teased on YouTube in two separate videos. Um, and then also it 
post lyrics that say I can love me better than you can. Um, and there's a little hot tea with that. Nothing more to expand on than this, mm-hmm. but it drops on January 13th, which is her ex-husband, Liam, Liam, Liam Hemsworth's Hemsworth. birthday. Shout out Liam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just think that's kind of fun. Kind of in the same breath. Did they of- have, well, okay. I remember her from, I remember Liam Hemsworth from, he was in the Hannah Montana movie. I cannot believe I remember that. Yeah. Wasn't he? Am I wrong oh, about that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In that, or... It was in. They starred in a movie together, and that's where they. I'm not getting this wrong again. It's called The Last Song, not the Hannah Montana movie, which seems like it's basically a Hannah Montana movie, but more Miley Cyrus instead of Hannah Montana. Yeah. So they, she's put out some good uh, breakup tracks from that divorce. So I'm curious, will this be an album? I hope so. Did this? Did they get moved? So they got married after this movie, apparently. Oh yeah, they met on set. Well, yeah, came out in two thousand ten. The movie did. Interesting. I didn't. I mean, I knew they were married, but I didn't. I guess I didn't put two and two together when they were. It looks like they were married from December twenty third, twenty eighteen, till January twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Yeah. That's what I just read. Yeah. Are you a big fan of that. Hannah or not Hannah? Well, are you a big fan of Used Hannah Montana? No, nah, I mean not a big fan, but it was. I, I was. That was my age group yeah that show was coming up in my age group so i saw more of it than i probably ever thought i would um Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's fine i guess it's not one of my favorites i mean do you have a favorite kids show um top three kids shows when you were growing up dragon tales that's a good one that's a good pick pokemon oh really wow wild card i didn't see that sailor moon okay yeah you're going japanese almost yeah, yeah. More Japanese, okay. If I leaned into when I was um, preteen, uh-huh. like, um, still those. I was watching a lot of TV with my brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Sailor Moon wasn't on broadcast television at that time. Mm-hmm. It was when I was younger. Um, but I watched a lot of Disney Channel, I guess. Yeah. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That's a classic. Um, but I watched honestly a lot of true crime when I was younger. I would stay up late after right. that, just terrified that I was going to get kidnapped. But if I, I wasn't, to, I, I used my, to watch ghost shows when I was younger and do the same thing. Yeah, be terrified to go to sleep. If I wasn't watching animation shows with my brothers, I was watching true mm-hmm. crime in my room alone. I'm a Drake and Josh guy. Like Drake and jo- Josh. Uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. That was a good one. I, I remember watching that one that and being show. like, oh. Okay, I guess. And then um, iCarly was getting into the point of past, like right when I stopped watching a lot of it, but the beginning of it, I was kind of into iCarly. Yeah. I also, ha- I also had a huge crush on Miranda Cosgrove as I was a kid. That's so, fair. That's fair. Know. Yeah. Um, there you go. Kid shows. shows. Good yeah. kid shows. Love them. I have no idea what Nick's Playing or now? Disney or showing is showing now. Yeah. No I'm idea. Not sure either, honestly. Yeah. Look at us. We should check that out. Old, old people over here now. Yeah, I know. What are we going to do? Yeah. Now you now you just watch true crime and then you can go to bed afterwards. Yeah. Without a problem. Oh, uh, not so much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, did you watch the iCarly reboot? No, I, no. I can't I think something like that that's so tied to your nostalgia is hard for me to get back into. Um just because like I said, it it was towards the tail end of when I stopped really watching a lot of like children's shows or whatever i started kind of growing out of it so i didn't have the urge to go back and watch it and i I don't love stuff like that that feeds on nostalgia because that feels like 
it some of them feel like money grabs now i understand oh, like yeah. the, the iCarly reboot is actually a little bit more like they matured it a little bit more so it kind of grew with the audience which is interesting um so that that would be the only reason i'd want to go back and watch it just to see how they kind of evolved it for a, a more mature audience which yeah. would be cool yeah i didn't watch it yeah uh if we do we'll review it on they, here they got they, i'm pretty sure they got renewed for another season or something like oh. that too so huh. That's how about cool. that how about that? Well, the meat and potatoes today, the meat and potatoes for today, James, mm-hmm. involves a lot of New Year's Eve of course. drama. I would call it drama light. Um, we have a couple main characters here. We have Anderson Cooper, of course, from Anderson Cooper 360, and he's also a correspondent on 60 Minutes. Very the, famous. The very face of CNN New Year's Eve. Sharp, sharp guy. True. And then we also have- A silver have fox. Silver Fox, indeed. Andy Cohen, who is Cohen. Andy Cohen, I think. Cohen, who is a television and talk show host and producer for Bravo's late night talk show. Mm -hmm. Um, This year's New Year's Eve celebration was hosted by, as it usually is, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper. Mm -hmm. And there's a new update. Um, one of the updates was the fact that they would be serving no alcohol to the pair this okay. year. That's what I, I, I think I remember that because last year they kind of got a little, uh, they went a little off the rails last year. Yeah, the duo had a little bit too much fun last yeah. year. And if you can recall, I remember that. it was uh, accompanied by various rants by Cohen. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised a- he was invited back this year, to be honest with you. Um, I think that it had good viewership. I don't know that for sure, but yeah. I found it quite entertaining. I mean, that's the thing is it's just a party. So Yeah. And I like some good controversy. So I watch that type of stuff and I go, oh, yeah. fun. Um, <laughs> he claimed that he was a bit overserved last year. Um, but those rants included anything ranging from Journey, the band. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which... That's fair, I guess. I mean, great music, but also, <laughs> I think we all kind of like us as human beings. For some reason, have some sort of mental connection with the band Journey whenever we're drinking. Oh, absolutely! It's so weird. So of course, it is was there, on the forefront of his mind. Is there a more a stronger candidate for band that you're connected to more when you're drunk than Journey? Just um, the one song? No, no. I don't mean, stop believing. Yeah, uh, yeah that's great like song. something that will always come up if you're drinking. It, there have been many times I've been dancing on the dance floor, mm-hmm. and it's ending the. It's getting close to the end of the night, yeah. and don't stop believing comes on, and the whole group feels unified, yeah. and everybody's, everybody's singing, know, swinging their arms, yeah. and don't stop believing, man. I wonder if when they made that journey, thought that they had just made a a bar pop, a bar bop, actually, a bar bop. In the future, I doubt it. I probably think they not. probably thought they wrote a soulful song True. that uh, they wouldn't be. Were hopefully, it was that were the hopefully it was going to be hit at that time. <laughs> if you want to send girls in a club into deeper into their blackout, just play mm-hmm. that song. Just play, yeah, yeah. Or Don't guys too. Yeah, true. Same. Love that. Well, I, I mean, any any dude will sing that song in a bar. Oh, absolutely. Any dude. Yeah. Um, he also went on rants about New York City Mayor Bill De Bellagio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... What a time to be alive. Eh. That was a year ago? God. Oh, Lord. And then all the way to one of America's favorite talk show hosts and personalities, Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. You're a big Ryan Seacrest fan? Um, I'm not like a huge, huge fan, but I watched American Idol growing up, and I yeah, just thought same. that was an amazing show. I, I solely associate him. He does American Top 40, which we put on our radios, obviously, yeah. on our radio programming. Um, 
And I think he's probably more, I don't want to say more famous, but maybe more far-reaching for that than American Idol. But American Idol, he I think he got really popular off of that show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think that he's just pretty unproblematic, which is a positive Very thing. True. Um, and so, um, Paul, Paul just ranted about Ryan Seacrest and said some in stuff a good about way or him. a bad way. Last year, it was a uh, a bad way. Yeah. Um, he was roasting Ryan Seacrest on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you, yeah. Which is not good. He said last year. Um, on his show, Cohen, while mm-hmm. during the New Year's Eve celebration, uh, he says, if you look behind me, you'll see Ryan Seacrest's group of losers performing. <laughs> I'm Come sorry. On, if man. You're, I'm sorry if you're watching ABC or watching nothing. <laughs> oh, I see. Because Ryan Seacrest was doing the New Year's Eve party for for ABC. Yeah. So gotcha. Anderson Cooper and Cohen, they host a show for Bravo. Yeah. And then Ryan Seacrest hosts a show for I ABC. See. Just catching strays for absolutely no reason, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. And Unreal. I, Come know, on, Andy. It's just a little, you know, belligerent drunk behavior. Andy, and, Andy, and you know what, Andy? You don't seem like a fun drunk, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Come on, dude. I don't know. He seems fun. You're but roasting I dudes, just random people off to the side. He seems fun, but I don't think it's good to, you know, roast people for yeah. no reason. Don't put a camera in his face while he's drunk. Yeah, especially on television to yeah. roast somebody. I just think that is not very classy. Seekers said yeah. in reply to this, um, I don't advocate drinking when one is on air. I don't know how that started as a tradition, but yeah. it's probably a good idea to scale it back. Is that even... I because I know there are certain things you can't do on television like that, and I'm uh-huh. curious if drinking is one of them. Like openly drinking like vodka on the air like that. I'm curious to know if that's actually legal. I it must be because they I, yeah I guess uh, I was thinking because I can't remember if they would like go off camera and then have a drink and then come back, or if they would just take the shots of vodka right in front of everybody. In front of everybody, okay. that's one of the highlights of people remembering it is the fact that Cohen is um, feeding shots. A- Feeding Anderson shots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and yeah. I, for some reason, I have a weird, I, I don't know, a weird memory of thinking that like late night and television shows like live studio television shows like that aren't allowed to drink on set. I don't know. I'm, I could just be making that up, but I, I think I thought I had a memory of that. It's probably pretty unethical. Oh, it is. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I, for sure. I know because it's like, like Trey Parker, um, Matt and Trey Parker, they do like a lot of the voices for South Park, and they're mm-hmm. the creators of South Park, and um, as well as uh, Rick and Morty, which I don't watch, but I remember, I remember seeing this clip of them like getting drunk in order to do a character on that show. Yeah, and they wouldn't allow any of the other like employees to come into the building. They had like a very bare bones group of people come in after hours so that they could do it after hours, and it wasn't on company time, so that they could avoid the. Um, the issue of doing it drinking on company time. Oh yeah. So yeah, and I don't know. They're a leader for that company, so I imagine oh, yeah. they're setting a they, standard. Uh, yeah, they well, and I think if they did it on company time, they'd probably get like fined. But I mean, they're huge for like Comedy Central and yeah, and all those people. So I would be curious to see if the FCC has any rules and regulations yeah. about. We should probably know air. this. We should probably know this yeah. as broadcast as personalities. I'm going to ask Bob this after that after the show because yeah. I'm curious now. I'm very curious as well, too. Um, see, Chris, after saying he doesn't advocate for that, continued to say on, and this is pretty long, so hang in there. 
there's some pretty respectable people, or at least one, right? And I think he's referring Anderson. to Anderson there. Yeah. I think there's a serious journalist and then a friend of mine who has a lot of fun, but it's probably a good idea. Uh, and he's talking about the banning of drinking on air there. Although the viewers probably wish they would drink more. But I think they had something to say more about my show at one point, which was, I'm sure, from the alcohol, because I don't think they would say that. They would they wouldn't say what they would about our performance performers if they weren't drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Brings so. out uh, drinking brings out the truth. And yeah, even if it's not uh, what you want to be saying. Yeah. Ernest Hemingway said it best. Yeah. Drunk thoughts are sober. Our sober thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. Which I don't think That's is scary. necessarily true all the time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> once you get on a heater, then everything just starts coming out. Yeah. The rants I've gone on while mm. having had too many drinks, I wouldn't necessarily align with in all of my sober moments. You, you wake up and you're like, what did I do? <laughs> yes. I would marry Taco Bell, the yeah. company itself. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I would, I would too. I would, I'll say that's sober. I would oh. not sober. Great breakfast burrito, by the way. Oh, there you go. Breakfast yeah. burrito plugs. If you have any questions. On or- breakfast burritos or recommendations. Send them my way, please. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. Andy Cohen uh, wants to share that he will not be shamed for having fun on New Year's Eve. Um, and he said, that's why I'm there. That's why they bring me there. It's a yeah. four hour and a half show. And the booze started kicking in around 1130. So everyone's focusing on the last 45 minutes or hour that's, that we were yeah. on air. I kicked into high gear with 45 minutes left. So we had done 15 interviews before that point that's a long time for that show yeah why would they just do an hour long show yeah and you're you're gonna get the same amount of audience (laughs) yeah it doesn't make any sense for them to do four and a half hours in Times square on new year's eve well what they do is they drop the ball for every time zone oh i see Yeah, from what i understand because we're going to celebrate new year's day or new year's eve so they go from what like 11 then to like three Mm-hmm. Eastern time? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was confused about how they do that because are they dropping the – are these people in Times Square Are just they staying there? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Wow, that's interesting. If they're dropping the ball every time for each time zone, I didn't know that. I thought it was only Eastern – like the Eastern Seaboard. That's why when Eastern it turns midnight here, you're watching TV and the ball drops. But what about people in Central Good Time? Point. Yeah. Or people on the West Coast. Yeah. Weird. I never thought about that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, kind of interesting. Wow. That okay. Now I really feel four and a half hours, and you're leaving at probably like four thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. I'd drink too, Andy. You know what? Tip of the cap. <laughs> I would too. This year they were drinking, and they were drinking some fun things such as apple mm-hmm. cider vinegar shots, yeah. pickle vinegar shots. Just not as much. Uh, well, well, maybe these are just shots of pickle juice and oh, apple cider vinegar. Okay. Gotcha. And they oh, wore well, yeah, glasses duh. to hide the shots, and they drank them. Of course. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cohen did admit to having edibles in his pocket, and you can only assume what he was doing. It's with New those. York. It's Who New cares, York. Who cares, right? Yeah. Is it legal there? I'm pretty sure it's legal. Probably. I don't know if I, I think um, the edible part of it is legal. I don't know if the selling of marijuana in, yeah, like that sense is legal. Yeah. But I think it's for recreational. I think part of it is legal. There we go. Well, have a good time, Cohen. Yeah. Um, if well, you're not, you can't get drunk, get high. That's, yeah, there that you go. That's his theory. One, that's his theory, and he's going <laughs> to run with it. He had a great time. He went on some rants that yeah. were pretty hilarious still. So it was a good performance from both him and Cooper. 
Um, but the following day, there was more drama. Of course. Do you want to know what the drama sure. was? January 1st. You can't start it without drama. Yeah. Well, Ryan Seacrest, who, ho- uh, who is a co-host on Live with Ryan and Kelly, told Kelly Ripa that Andy Cohen had ignored him this year. So 2022, 2023. Come on. Yeah. Um, the entire year? The entire year. I'm starting to dislike Andy Cohen more and more by the day. Right. By the minute. By the minute. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest stage is right in front of Anderson and Cohen Sage. Uh, Ryan Seacrest attempted to get their attention when he was not working, and Cohen did not igni- acknowledge Ryan Seacrest at all. This is on New Year's Eve? Yeah, okay. during the celebrations. And Anderson did and said, hi, give him a good show or give them a good show. Um, Weird. Yeah. Weird, weird. What? Why yeah. is Anderson? What is Kelly Ripa doing? did come to Cohen's uh, defense and said, "Hey, he was trying to get your attention. Yeah, um, you just weren't paying attention at that yeah. time." So. I mean, if that's the case, then sure. Who cares? I yeah. Mean, do you? So you actually watched the ball drop and everything like that? Well, I did this year because I was at the bowling alley. I had a really oh, yeah. crazy night just throwing balls. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Anyways, throwing balls yeah. down the bowling down alley the lane. lane. James. Good. Do I edit that out or no, leave it in? No, you keep in? that in because right. that's funny. We're keeping that in. I um, was uh, so throwing you, so bowling you, balls. So you actually watched it though? Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it. Um, ever. I don't know if I had before that. Yeah. I just don't see the, like, yeah, I know when it hits midnight. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that show to give me the party, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It just seems like it, it seems like something from... A bygone era, more or less, yeah. like years and years ago, where you could all count it down together, obviously, because it's it would have been, I don't know if it would have been harder to tell the time, but maybe be more exact on the time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you could kind of rely on that to be more accurate than, say, your wall clock or something like that, or your digital clock. A lot of people have pointed out just the accuracy of the ball drop, because when I was watching it, my friend to my right was going... It's already midnight. Oh, like yeah. it's a minute late. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people on TikTok pointed this out as well too. Just the entire timing of the ball drop. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find much information to explain this. It's up for whether, review. Yeah, whether Apple phones. Yeah, I don't know. Are just a minute ahead. Yeah, it or could. Yeah. I saw some deep, deep stuff on Reddit about people oh. explaining, you know, we got sucked into a black hole. It was very conspiracy okay. theory, and I really enjoyed it, but I just don't think it's worthy of gracing the ears of yeah. our listeners because it's just so deep. Did you know the so conspiracy? Did you know the ball is always there? Yeah. In Times Square. That, yeah. that was so weird to me because when I went to New York City, I was like looking. You went to Times I go to Times Square, obviously. It's not great. Times Square, any other time of the year, not the greatest place on earth. It's kind of, I mean, it's capitalism galore where uh-huh. literally everywhere you look is an ad and it's shining directly into your eyeball. So it's impossible to miss. But then you look up and the ball's just sitting there. Oh. Like huh. not nothing's changed. They only use it for this one time and it's just sitting there I waiting wanna, for the New Year's. I want to know how they clean up all the confetti on New Year's Day. Oh, I can't imagine. Well, uh, I mean, we have the street sweepers here. So yeah. like I can't I'm, I'm sure they have that. But sort they're of thing. throwing buckets and well, buckets yeah. and buckets they from just, windows. They just got better street sweepers than we do. Yeah, probably. Probably. Interesting. Yeah. I hope it's biodegradable. It might be. It might I, be. I would imagine. I remember the um I don't know if this was in my lifetime, but I remember the hearing hearing about the story in Cleveland um, about I can't. It was some company that was releasing 
Uh, it was like their grand opening or something like that. And they released like 10,000 balloons into the air when like the opening started. Uh-huh. And it was an it was an environmental disaster. They mm. the wind struck up, so the balloons went everywhere, and a lot of them got into um, Lake Erie, and the balloons got into Lake Erie, and it took like months to clean everything up, and they weren't obviously biodegradable balloons and stuff, and it just became an, an, an entirely environmental disaster. It was super bad. A lot of companies won't do balloon releases. I anymore. think it's because of that, because Ooh. of that event that Origin. happened in Cleveland, because it like financially it all fell on the company that had just opened for the cleanup. So oh it like God. it really hurt the company that did that. I've never heard of that. That's you awful. Go. You'll have to look it up. Yeah, I will. The Cleveland balloon disaster. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it's called. Yeah. So probably after that, the Times Square people were like biodegradable yeah. glitter. Or I, I don't remember. Do they do balloons too? I don't remember. Or did no, they used no. to do balloons? I, I don't know. Don't know. But I have I mean, a little history about it. Go here ahead. If you'd yeah. like. They're right on the Hudson, so I can't imagine they're releasing balloons right next to the Hudson River. Do you want to guess when the first? Times Square celebration was? Uh, January 1st, 1993. Oh, boy. Was I right? I have news for you. When was it? The first New Year's Eve Times Square celebration was in 1904. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That's okay. a long time I guess ago. I was thinking more like televised, but yeah, that makes sense. Almost 100 years ago. Yeah. 120 years ago would have been 120 now. years ago, yeah. Um, in that first year, there were fireworks set off from the roof of one Times Square, I mm-hmm. think is a building. Of course. And then in 1907, that marked the first ball drop after people decided to opt for something that was less likely to start a fire. That makes sense. Yeah. So some fun facts there for New that. Year's Eve. Yeah. 1903? Um, is that what you said? 1904. So 119 years ago. That's crazy, huh? That's crazy. I didn't realize. I didn't realize we'd started so early with our new year's ball drop or i guess fireworks and then ball drops yeah pause yeah um one quick thing that i want to bring up really yeah quick. rolling stone yeah they dropped their albums of the year their 2022 top 100 albums mm-hmm. and there are a couple on here that i want to get your opinion on yes uh Couple mentioned. I'll just go through like the top twenty, or not all the way through the top twenty, but some that were mentioned in the top twenty. Um, one, the Forever Story by Jid was left at eighty two, and I thought Rolling Stone, I shall spit on you. Uh huh. That's a rhyme. Yeah. Shout out Jid. Um, I thought that was absurd. Jid is uh, Jid dropped one of the best albums of the year, probably the best hip hop album of the year, uh, and to have it at eighty two is a disgrace. Ooh. In my opinion. Uh, okay, number 17 here, Megan the Stallion. Trom, Trom, Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion. Excuse me. Wow, I'm, I just made that super white. Jeez. Uh, Traumazine. That came out at 17. Apparently nice. it's very good. Maybe yes. a little too poppy at the end. Maybe a little bit too long. Haven't heard the whole album. Haven't heard, but that's what I've heard from the from a couple of reviewers that I trust. That was number 17, according to Rolling Stone. Steve Lacey came out with Gemini Rights at 14. Nice. Haven't heard that one, but that one's supposed to be pretty good as well, according to a couple of people that I trust. Number 11. This is the big one. Maybe surprise. A little bit surprised that this is number 11. Uh-huh. Thought it would be higher on the list. Uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. I thought that would be a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, it is Kendrick. So in my mind, he kind of immediately cracks the top 25 whenever he drops anything. What was the number? 11. Oh, well, I thought that's he still would pretty be a top high. 10. Okay. Yeah. I thought he'd be a top 10 because, one, it's a good album. Yeah. Two, it's Kendrick. And to me, Kendrick, just in the eyes of 
music reviewers around the world and automatically gets like a top 10 with anything that it drops. And yeah. that's fair because he really hasn't, I mean, in my opinion, hasn't dropped anything bad. Any actual studio album, um, bad, you know, not well produced or anything like that. What are the top 10 for us? Top 10. You want the whole thing? Yeah. Rapid okay. fire. Um. Wet leg, wet leg studio. album. that's the name of it. J hope Jack in the box, uh, FKA twigs, Capra songs at eight. Uh, number seven was King Princess, Hold On Baby. Uh, number six, this one's, I listened to this. This is definitely worth it. Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. Fantastic album. Pusha T does it again. He had Pharrell producing it. It's a banger. Listen to the <laughs> album. Uh, number five, you're going to like this one, Harry Styles, Harry's House. Love, love. Love that one. Okay. Uh, number four, Rosalia, uh, Moto, Ma- Moto Mami. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. That's number four. Number three. Lana Del Rey. Nope. Taylor Swift. Midnights. Nice. Taylor Swift, number three. Number two, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Un Verano Sinti. Don't know if that's correct, but it's Spanish, so I did my best. Number one, kind of expected, to be honest with you, released a little bit earlier in the year, so I'm surprised that they kind of remembered it with so much music that came out. Uh, Beyonce, Renaissance. Yes, Beyonce. Getting into the dance scene. Yeah. And apparently she killed it. Great disco track. Haven't listened to it. Yeah. But I've heard it's very good. It took me a while to get to listen to it just because, I don't know, I think maybe I have to be in a mood for Beyonce. I think, um, well, and especially like a departure from the norm yeah. for Beyonce because that's not normally, I mean, obviously that's not something she had messed around with before. Amazing album, though. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, an egregious one on here, I'll be honest with you. Number uh-huh. 22, uh, Drake's Honestly Nevermind. Uh-huh. When he got into the pop or the, the dance scene. Mm-hmm. Um it was. It's a horrendous album. I apologize to any of the Drake fans out there. This is just a very. I think it's a very poorly produced, and it's a lazy album. And for it to be number twenty-two in front of like Charlie XCX uh, and, and a bunch of others, Jid of all places, as well as uh, SZA, which just came out. I don't oh know my that's, god! I don't know what's her ranking. Uh, I have to find it, but uh, yeah, it's in front of Great SZA. album. Yeah, Earl Sweatshirt came out with one sick. That one was supposed to be very good, and to have that Drake album in front of it. And uh, that was a little disappointing. I was like, that's... Did his album... Like is that the album with 21 on it's it? It's in front of... No, that's... um. That's a separate our album. Our Loss. Your Loss. Okay. Something like that. I can't remember the name of it. But that's on here as well. Uh, and the Drake album, In Front of Don FM. Oh. Okay, dude. All right, dude. We're talking about the literal king of dance music right now in the weekend. Yeah. And pop music right now. And you're putting... Okay, dude. Uh, Rolling Stone. Poorly get, produced. Get your stuff together, dude. Oh. <sighs> Anyways. Hire James. He has all the recommendations. Love and music. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a hip hop guy, so. Glad to see you, guy. Taylor, Harry. Yeah. And... I kind of expected, especially, I mean, Taylor, too. Yeah. Taylor's in the same boat as, like, Kendrick, where it feels like whatever, and whenever she releases anything, just on the sheer amount of people that will download it. Me. And she doesn't, and really, she doesn't produce bad things. Like, the production people that she has around here are very good at what they do. Yeah. So whenever she puts something out, it never feels lazy or anything like that, which is kind of like the Drake album. But uh, she never puts anything out that feels lazy or convoluted in any way. Yeah, Um, no. Total master at her act. She is automatically probably going to be in the top 20 for anything she drops. So it's understandable. Wasn't surprised by that one whatsoever. So there you go. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing those. If you want to see that list, it's on Rolling Stones. Mm -hmm. They do. They did the top 100. They have like the top 25 hip hop albums and so on and so forth. So it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. What was your number one album of the year? Um, I love Don FM. Don FM was good. Was my was my banger. I loved it. But the uh, Forever Story by Jid. That's a fantastic hip hop album. If you haven't listened to that, it is 
very good. Very good. Go listen to it. Very up and coming. It's he's part of uh, uh, J Cole's um, studio, Dreamville. So if you're into that sort of music that J. Cole likes to produce, I'm not a huge J. Cole guy myself. I kind of like uh, the area of hip hop that he does, I guess, essentially. Um, and I think Jid did a very good job with his album. Yeah. So yeah. Don yeah. FM, Jid, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers from Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. was very good. Um, it's not my favorite Lamar project. I listened to it once and I don't know how much I have the desire to go back and listen to it again, to be honest with you. Um, but I still, I loved the album very much and I thought it was very good. And then... Those are probably the the three big ones that I remember of the year that I remember. Did you see the Arctic Monkeys, the car on there? Uh, I did not. I haven't gone through the entire list and digested it yet, though, so it could be on here. I'd be curious if they're on there because that is a great album. What was it called? The Car? The Car by the Arctic Monkeys. The Arctic Monkeys. And, of course, my albums of the year personally were Don FM. I really love The Weeknd. SZA's new album, um, Taylor Swift's Midnight as well. Um, just killer albums, Harry Styles albums, just some, just a really big pop girly over here. But I also like some other, you know, mm. uh, folk music, you're, you're, et cetera. You're into your white girl stuff. I am into my white girl stuff. That's okay. Yeah. As yeah. long as you own it, right? Absolutely. Then who cares? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not seeing the Arctic Monkeys on here. But again, I could just be missing it because, I mean, it is a hundred on here. And I'm just scrolling through them, so. Another alternative artist that I really like, Noah Kahn, uh, mm-hmm. released the album Stick Season this year. That's a really good track as well. Miley, speaking of, sorry, jumping back to Miley Cyrus, her sister, mm-hmm. her sister's album was number 20 on this list. Oh, interesting. Noah, Noah Cyrus, Cyrus, yeah, a talent herself. True. Yeah. True. An, under, an underappreciated talent, I would say. Yeah. Her, I, her music ability. Yeah, I agree. Well, so, there you any go. other final words towards um, or to 2022? Please, please. I, listen. Audience, I'm begging you, and this is not a joke. I'm being 100% serious. I'm begging you. Send me your burrito recommendations, your breakfast burrito recommendations. One, (laughs) rate, follow the show. Rate and follow the show on all your podcast platforms. Uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, I guess, is what Mallory told me last week that I didn't realize they did podcasts now. They're getting into the podcast game, whatever. Wherever you listen to the podcast, please podcastwyoming.com podcastwyoming.com sharedinmedia.com as well uh just rate follow the show we greatly appreciate that but number two on that list on the list of things you need to do send me breakfast burrito recommendations okay i've had all the pizza around town i've had every pizza place okay i don't need any of those anymore i know my top three for pizza places here i won't disclose it because they're local businesses so i don't want to go that i'm not big of a tangent bighorn merc is number one um (laughs) Breakfast burritos, okay? I don't think I've really delved in to the breakfast burrito scene here in Sheridan yet. I know P.O. News is. I know a, a lot of the local places. I have a recommendation for you. Give me a rec, please. The Silver Spur. You don't think I've had their burrito, dude? <laughs> Come on, man. P.O. And- News, Silver Spur. I've been to all the big places, a lot of the local places, but if there's another one that's sneaking about out there, I've had Jack Woods, who's a, a local person here. He makes decent burritos, breakfast burritos. If you got recs, Shoot them my way. Info at charitymedia.com. That's just the one that I look at every single day. If you shoot me a breakfast burrito recommendation there, I will look at it and I will probably eat it. So just send them my way. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, everybody. We appreciate you listening to Toss the Goss. Don't forget to send your burrito recommendations yes. to James Timberlake. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. Listen wherever you get your podcast, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff that James said, podcastwyoming.com. And tune in next Wednesday for a new 
episode. Oh my gosh. Thanks for tuning See in. See ya. Bye.